down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Oh, great song by Pastor Wale Adenuga. Uh, awesome song. Thank you very much for being uh, a blessing always. Pastor Wale Adenuga is uh, always been a blessing to me personally. Uh, I love him so much. Oh, great. Uh, his goodness and his mercy uh, have always been there for you and I. They've always been there for us. Uh, we thank God for God's mercies and uh, making us to see another day. Um, uh, another Bible study. Uh, thank you very much for our Instagram viewers uh, and also uh, YouTube viewers. Uh, we've got a couple of people on Instagram and YouTube and also our Zoom uh, viewers as well. Thank you very much. Please share this uh, with your friends uh, as we take on the 13th chapter um, of the book of Acts. So we are actually in the we're halfway gone in the whole. Um, in the whole uh, uh, acts, the book, the whole book of Acts. So we're halfway gone, and it's uh, it's a privilege, it's a honor. We thank God for those thirteen weeks that we've been doing this. Uh, so let's just say a quick word of prayers uh, before we go ahead. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for always being our God, always being our guide. Thank you very much uh, for today's study. We ask as we go into your word, you go with us in the name of Jesus. Uh, you will shine your light on these letters in the name of Jesus. And at the end, we'll be blessed. You help us to learn the lessons you want us to learn in these um, particular couple of words in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Okay, so um, here we go on chapter 13 of the book of Acts. Uh, we've, we've had great times uh, in the first 12 chapters. Um, and last week we talked about uh, uh, Peter in prison and um, uh, a couple of things that happened to him. Church was praying. And uh, one of the most important, we had a couple of important lessons uh, last week, but one of the most important ones uh, was the fact that uh, there are some doors that prayer will not open. Prayer opened the prison door, opened the city gates. Uh, but when Peter got to the particular house that he was going, he needed. I mean, there was no more, no more need for, for faith at that time. So he needed action. So we said um, there should be a balance uh, in terms of faith versus uh, common sense. Uh, because why didn't it, why didn't the angel open the door of the final house? Because God expects you and I to use uh, to 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 use our common sense when it gets to that point. And we had a great time. So um, let's let's quickly go into uh, today's study uh, for our Instagram live viewers. I won't be able to share my screen because uh, Instagram live is over the phone. So let's just, uh, if you want to see my screen, you can just go on, on YouTube to do that. So uh, so YouTube, YouTube viewers will see my screen and also Skype, I mean, Zoom viewers. 
So thank you very much. I'll just read it. Just please open your Bibles with me uh, for our Instagram viewers. I'll just, it's a long read, so I'll just read it quickly. I'm going to be reading the NLT. So uh, verse th chapter 13, among the prophets and the teachers of the church at Antioch of Syria were Barnabas, Simon called the black man, Lucius from Cyrene, Minian, the childhood companion of King Herod, Antipas, and Saul. Okay, now, uh, let, I want to look at, um, yeah, uh, KJV, uh, where, that, that, that Simeon, KJV called him nigger, uh, <laughs> I mean, or negro, <laughs> so, uh, which means black. So, that we know this black uh, thingy since the Apostles' Day. Days. So um, then look at this one, uh, Manian, the childhood companion of King Herod, the Ant uh, Herod Antipas. I won't want to go into uh, uh, exegizing uh, who this man is, but let's just go ahead because uh, we have a long route to go. Okay, and so was there actually. So one day these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting. The Holy Spirit said, dedicate Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I have called them. Now let's look at this, a very important lesson. Um, these guys don't just jump at assignments, unlike some of us these days. See believers or, or young Christians just wanting to blow. Let me use that, that's the, that's the lookup uh, slang or what we say in our lookup palace now. Everybody wants to blow, we want to do things and in a couple, next couple of, of, of seconds, you want to have gotten all over the world. So there's no longer, hardly will you find people wanting to serve, wanting to be patient, to do certain things. People just want to, uh, the get rich quick mentality is in everybody. So these guys were just worshiping. They were not lobbying for positions. And I'm, I'm serious, as in this, this particular chapter just got to me today. They're not lobbying for positions, they were worshiping. And it was in their service. They were just worshiping. They just lost in service. And the Lord called them out, called uh, Saul and Barnabas out for this special assignment. So let's go on. Um, so after more fasting, so they didn't just jump at it. They, and um, uh, one thing I want us to learn from this, after more fasting and prayer, then they laid their hands on them and sent them out. Now, one, one very important lesson here is this. Um, one of the mistakes Saul made was that he, when he had problems, he didn't know how to go back to his prophet. David is someone that um, is well-respected in, in terms of that. David will inquire again, will confirm again, will reconfirm. Am I supposed to go ahead? Am I still doing it? Can I still do this? This is, so, however, Saul, because the Bible says when David killed Goliath after he was he's been anointed, and Saul was after his life, the Bible says David ran back to Samuel. That Baba, you anointed me now. The anointing is giving me issues. Now, Saul, pride will not allow Saul to even go because it's the same Saul. I mean, same Samuel is still your prophet. The Bible says he sends messengers to come and arrest David. In Saul's, I mean, in Samuel's, see, he knows that he went to see Samuel, though. He still sent people. So pride, pride will not allow us, some of us, we've got into some stage, spiritually, in quotes, and we don't feel like 
reconfirming things. These are the apostles. They were just worshiping, and the word came. Separate these guys for this special assignment. After more fasting and prayer, they went to the Lord again. Then hands were laid on them, and they were sent on their way. So Barnabas and Saul uh, were sent out by the Holy Spirit. They went down to the seaports of Seleucia, and they sailed for the island of Cyprus. So they were sent out by the Holy Spirit. If you are sent out by the Holy Spirit, the Lord will support you. The Lord will, let's see what happened. Despite the fact that these guys were sent out by the Holy Spirit, they still had opposition. Just watch. Then in the town of uh, Salamis, they went to the Jewish synagogues and preached the word of God. John Mark was with them as their assistant. Now this is first, with the, for Paul's first missionary journey uh, being recorded by Luke. I've said at the beginning, at the very first chapter, who Luke was to Paul. Uh, Luke was a companion, so that's why Luke will record more things Paul did. Not that other apostles didn't do much, but because he was always with Paul and he's not omnipresent, so he could only record what he saw with Paul. So let's go. So they traveled towards that town. Um, they traveled from town to town across the entire island and finally reached Paphos, where a, they met a Jewish sorcerer, a false prophet named Bar Jesus. He had attached himself to the governor, Segros Paulus, who was an intelligent man. So where will an intelligent man fall for him, a false prophet, a sorcerer? So which means some of these things we are running after, the intelligence of this world is not just worth it. It's not going to, I mean, it's, I would say he's an intelligent man, yet he's a 419er, a fake prophet, a sorcerer, was taking him for a ride. So it's not enough to be intelligent. There's still that void, the spirit of God creating. And if you don't have the spirit of God, that void is always there in your heart, no matter how intelligent you are. You're going to fall for these pranks, for these false prophets. If you don't have the spirit of God, you don't have the Holy Spirit, no matter the level of your intelligence, you're still going to fall victim. So an intelligent man, the governor, so, um, Sergius Paul, who was an intelligent man, the governor invited Barnabas and Saul to visit him. He wanted to hear the word of God. Just watch. Intelligent man. But Elimas, the sorcerer, as his name means in Greek, so that's his Greek name, by Jesus was the Hebrew name, interfered and urged the governor to pay no attention to what Paul and Barnabas said. He was trying to keep the governor from believing. So, this was an intelligent man. And someone is still trying to control your life like this. So your intelligence is actually nothing without Jesus. I mean, this, this really got to me. This really, really got to me. This got to me, honestly. Your intelligence is just nothing. The devil can still take you for a ride, no matter how, how smart you think you are, no matter how intelligent you think you are. Saul was also known as Paul. Now look at this. Saul was also known as Paul. This guy has been going on missionary journey. So we've said this several times that it was a conversion that Saul's name became Paul. Because we've, we've preached, preached about it. Oh, the Lord that changed Saul to Paul uh, should change your life and things like that. Yes, that's good. Uh, but Saul didn't change. Um, uh, Saul's name didn't change at conversion. And I've said it over and over again that uh, Saul... Uh, is the Hebrew name, Paul, is the Greek translation. So because 
he worked more with the Greeks, with the Gentiles. So he preferred to uh, to be called his the Greek translation of his name. So it wasn't a conversion thing. So look at it here. He was also already a missionary here. Was he's been preaching for years, and he's still being called Saul. So we're putting into bracket also now Paul was filled with the with the Holy Spirit, uh, and he looked at this look the sorcerer in the eye. So that's why the fact that they were sent by the Holy Spirit, there was also an opposition. But that's the same Holy Spirit gave them bold, gave him boldness, gave him all trans. And then he said, you son of the devil, full of every sort of deceit and fraud and the enemy of all that is good. Will you never stop perverting the true way of the Lord? Watch now, for the Lord has laid his end of punishment upon you and you'll be struck blind. You will not see sunlight for some time. Look at this. So if... Thank God for maybe self-control that made Paul to say, you'll not see sunlight for some time. Maybe as if he had said you'll be permanently blind, the guy will be permanently blind. Authority. When you're sent by the Holy Spirit and you're in purpose, you're where the Holy Spirit asks you to be. Authority follows, as in authority follows everything you say. You'll be blind for some time. You'll not be able to see sunlight for some time. Instantly, mist and darkness came over the man's eyes and he began groping and begging for someone to take his hand and lead him. So this was, this was so this is the guy that has been has been deceiving a supposedly intelligent person. I mean that's that's scary. When the when the governor saw what had happened, he became a believer. No 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 as he <laughs> no 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 questions he became a believer for he was astonished at the teaching about the Lord. I thought you were intelligent. I thought the Bible says you were intelligent. So with that, it was still possible to deceive. Uh, you know, there was, uh, I, I was listening to a, a program on the, over the radio um, a couple of days ago, and they were talking about false prophets and, um, and churches that manipulate people. And someone called on the radio and said, oh, no, no, he's a smart person. He cannot be manipulated by all these people. I just said in my mind that, guy, if they're not like, <laughs> No matter how intelligent you are, if the devil wants to take you for a ride, it will take you for a, a big ride. So the thing is, just have Jesus. That's it. Just have Jesus. Just have Jesus. Nobody will be able to deceive you. It's still a run, long read. Let's quickly go. Let's go ahead. Uh, but it's, um, Paul and his companions then left uh, Paphos by ship to Pamphylia, landing at the port town of Pegia. Then John Mark left them and returned to Jerusalem. But Paul and Barnabas. We will still come back to that John Mark issue in a couple of chapters to come. But let's let's just uh, gloss over it now. But Paul and Barnabas, I think we've said this several times before on uh, on on WhatsApp when we're doing uh, teachings on WhatsApp. Uh, for people that that want to believe that um, once you are once you uh, uh, once you're under grace, everything under the law is gone. These guys were under grace; they were still going to you know, to synagogue on Sabbath. But let's go. So this was the two practicing more or less like Judaism. After the usual reading from the books of Moses and the prophets, their scriptures then was Old Testament. There was a time, I think I had a very, very hot argument with one of my lecturers uh, at the seminary about this. Uh, when we were just talking about Jesus telling people to read the scriptures. And I was like, the scriptures at that time was Old Testament, was the book of Moses and the prophets. I mean, that's what, that's what they were reading. So, because a lot of people here now, I mean, nowadays, some Christians will just say, oh, uh, Old Testament is gone. They want, they want to focus on the New Testament. The New Testament was not written at this time, bro. 
Abi, are they, are they early church? They were, they were reading the old, the books of Moses and the prophets. Those in charge of the service sent them this message. Brothers, if you have any word of encouragement for the people, come and give it. This, the people they want, these were Jews or Judasias. I've explained the meaning of Judasias. Those are guys that were converted to Judaism who were not an originally Jews. So these were Jews in the synagogue, or a typical Jewish synagogue. So they sent for the apostles to come and speak to them if they have any words. So Paul stood up, lifted up his hand to quieten them and started speaking. Men of Israel, he said, and you, God-fearing Gentiles, listen to me. So you can see that there were Jews and Gentiles in that same um, uh, auditorium. Watch, just let's go. The God of this nation, Israel, chose our ancestors, made them to multiply and grow strong during their stay in Egypt. Then with a powerful army, led them out of their slavery uh, to a whole history. So let me just, I'll just read fast and we'll go. But it, it put them, it put up with them through 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. And when, then it destroyed seven nations in Canaan and gave their land to Israel as an inheritance. All this took place about 450 years. After that, he, God gave them judges until, to rule until the time of some of the prophet. Excuse me? Then God begged, then the people begged for a king and God gave them Saul, son of Kish, the man of the tribe of Benjamin, who reigned for 40 years. But God removed Saul and replaced him with David, a man whom God said, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own earth, for he will do everything I want him to do. All, and it is one of King David's descendants, Jesus, who God promised, promised Savior of Israel. Before he came down the Baptist preached that all the people of Israel needed to repent of their sins and turn to God and be baptized. As John was finishing his ministry, he asked, do you think I'm Messiah? No, I am not. But, the, but, he, but he is coming. I'm not even worried to be a slave and untie his sandals on his feet. Brothers, you sons of Abraham, and also God-fearing Gentiles. So there's always a dichotomy, uh, Jews and Gentiles. So you should understand, because we're still going to have that argument, very odd argument later in the, in the book. There's always a dichotomy between um, the Jews and the non-Jews. So, so brothers, you, you sons of Abraham and also God-fearing Gentiles, this message of salvation has been brought to you. The people in Jerusalem and their leaders did not recognize Jesus as one of the prophets, as, one, as the one the prophets have spoken about. Instead, they condemned him in doing this. They fulfilled the prophet's words that that's, are uh, read every Sabbath. They found no legal reason to execute him, but they asked Pilate to have him killed anyways. When they had done all, the, all that the prophecies said about him, they took him down to the cross and placed him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead. Uh, over a period of many days, he appeared to those who had gone with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. They are now his witnesses to the people of Israel. And now we are here to bring you the good news, the promise he made to our ancestors. And God has now fulfilled it to us, the descendants, by raising Jesus. By raising Jesus. This is what the second Psalm said about Jesus. You are my son today. I, be, I have become your father. God had promised to raise him from the dead, not leaving him to rot in the grave. He said, I will give you the sacred blessings I promised to David. Another Psalm explained it more fully. 
you will not allow the only one to rot in grave. This is not a reference to David. For after David had done the will of God in his own generation, he died and was buried with his ancestors and his body decayed. No, it was a reference to someone else, someone who God raised and whose body did not decay. Brothers, listen, we are here to proclaim that through this man, Jesus, there is forgiveness of your sins. Everyone who believed in him declared right with God, something the law of Moses could never do. Now, he didn't criticize, so we didn't need to understand what, what Paul was trying to do here. He brought down the history, didn't criticize them, didn't condemn their history, didn't say David is no longer great. Yes, this passage is not talking about David. David's bone is still with you, he's still rotting in the grave. Um, but let's understand that there is a higher version of the law of Moses. He didn't denigrate the law of Moses in any way. This thing, okay, let's go back to verse uh, 38. Brothers, listen, we are to proclaim that through this man, Jesus, there is forgiveness of sin. There's forgiveness for your sins. So, uh, okay, then 39, everyone who believes in him is declared right with God. This is something the law of Moses could never do. So let's go ahead. Be careful. Uh, what's the time? Okay, we still have a bit of time. Be careful. Do not let the prophet's word apply to you. For he said, for they said, look, you mockers, be amazed and die. For I am doing something in your own day, something you wouldn't believe even if I told you about it. And Paul, as Paul and Barnabas left the synagogue, the people begged them to speak about these things again the next week. One of my friends, I think probably they will be they will be on this on this broadcast now. One of my friends told me a long time ago uh, when I first uh, pastored a, a church, and I was kind of worried, skeptical, and they told me that, in as much as the grass is green, the sheep will always come. Just keep the, as in that word rang in my ears for, for as in till I left that church. In as much as the grass is green, the people will keep begging for more. Just to preach the word, preach the word of God. They just, this was just like a story. Just told them the truth and didn't denigrate anybody, didn't criticize anybody. Told them, preach the truth of the word of God. And they were begging, please. Do, do a series. I mean, that's the beginning of a series. Bros, please, can you do a series of this sermon, of this message? Teach, can you speak about these things again next week? So, uh, many Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, and the two men urged them to continue to rely on the grace of God. Now, this is the balance. Go now build a tent and Name the ministry after yourself. I mean, it's God's grace. It's God that can give us utterance. It's God that can that can add life to the words we are speaking. And in return of the glory back to God, mm, don't rely on me. That's what some of us don't do as ministers these days. We want the church to rely on us. We want the converts to rely on us. Don't rely on the grace of God. Yes, I'm, I'm just a privileged vessel being used by God. Ah, okay, let's go. Well, somewhere I'm going, I was still, was still going to get there. The following week, almost the entire city turned out to hear them preach about the word of God. 
there was no publicity. There were, there were no tracts. There were no flyers given. Why? The word had gone. The people that heard the word had spread the news that, guy, come and listen to this thing. So once the grass is green, publicity for our programs, publicity for our events will happen automatically. That, as in, people will talk about it if it is meeting their needs, if it is the true word of God. Let's go ahead. Verse 45. But when some of the Jews saw the crowds, they were jealous. Sorry, autumn means it's finished. Pardon my French. But when some of the Jews saw the crowds, they were jealous. So they slandered Paul and argued against whatever he said. This was the this verse, it touched me personally. Trust me, this verse is for me. It's for me. Now, look at it. The slandered, let's look at uh, uh, New American Standard Bible. When the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and began contradicting the things spoken by Paul and were blaspheming. So they were not contradicting Paul because of what Paul was saying. They were contradicting Paul because of jealousy. So not necessarily that Paul was saying something bad. Sorry, I don't know how many people are just like me. This is just for me. At times, people, your, your people are against you because you are right. People are going to they said they were they argued against whatever he said. Just out of the blues, let me just give this example. Probably if God, if Paul has said, God bless you, they will argue against it. <laughs> if Paul has said, it is well with you, they will argue against that Whatever Paul said, they argued against it. Why? Because of jealousy. And jealous people are plenty in the church. These days, jealous people are plenty in the church. Sars and Mars. You, you know, I mean, we both know, we all know, jealous people are plenty, plenty in the church, and they will go and say whatever against you or against what you are saying or what you stand for. So when they are speaking again, this is, to me, someone may not get this, but, you know, this is, when, when, you, when, when you're preparing a message and the message blesses you first before you even deliver it, this is just it for me. This is just it. Like, don't even force it anymore. People are going to argue against whatever you say because they've seen what happened last week. And a greater version is happening this week. So you are being criticized or antagonized, not because you were wrong. It's because they were jealous. Wow. Thank you, Lord. I hope someone got that. Um, then Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly and declared, it was necessary that we first preach the word of God to you Jews. But since you have rejected it and judged yourselves unworthy of eternal life, we will offer it to Gentiles. But the Lord gave us this command when he said, I made you a light to the Gentiles and bring salvation to the farthest corners of the earth. When the Gentiles heard it, they were glad and thanked the Lord for this message. And all who were chosen for eternal life became believers. Now look at this. The harvest it had always been green. We had some Jews who believed that eternal life or uh, salvation is only meant for Jews alone. So we have some people also who have been attending 
some gatherings or churches who 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 cage you who make you think that only a few people or only the pastors or only the ministers can do xyz i came to tell you today the holy spirit is for all of us and the holy spirit can decide to use any of us however he wants to use us however he wants to use us so it's not just for it's not just the god of ministers or god of pastors or god of evangelists or god of prophets he can speak through you he can any of the any of the any of the fruit of the spirit can be uh, uh, achieved i mean can be can be can be made manifest in you okay please start uh, sending me your questions we'll, we'll, we'll soon wrap up so please start sending your questions either on on, on zoom on youtube or uh on instagram so i can take your questions before i wrap up okay so the gentiles accepted the lord and they believed they were baptized so the lord's message spread throughout the region then the jews stirred up influential religious women Kai. No, don't let me go into that <laughs> instead of influential religious women and the leaders of the city and they incited a mob against paul and barnabas and ran them out of town so religion is always the, the problem remember remember um even during uh, uh, what, what the problem uh, peter had in jerusalem it was religious leaders religion and christianity had always been enemies when you see religious people sanctimonious people holier than thou people they will always stand against the truth they will always stand against against the word of god they will always they will always want to stand against it when there's progress they will find something to just bring down they were influential yes and they are religious are you kidding me okay i mean look at this look at what what uh, uh, kjv said but did you stand up devout and honorable women how will you use devout people to to chase out <laughs> preachers devout and honorable people are you kidding me so i mean if if if, if, if this happens these days you would think the apostles are in the wrong if the devout and honorable people the people influential people in town are against you i mean everybody will think we think you are in the wrong and this has been happening so if so, maybe someone is in that position and you're listening to me today it has been happening since the days of the apostles now watch this they chased them they ran them out of town what what happened verse 51 so the apostles shook off the dust from their feet as a sign of rejection and went to the town of Iconium. and the believers were filled with joy and with the holy spirit now it is very difficult it's very dangerous to reject god's servants i went to a particular town in nigeria uh that's the town that town rejected a, a, a particular prophet uh, over a hundred years ago and there are some very significant um, 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 things in that town that should have made that town a very large city I just went all through the town. It was tattered house, mud houses. Somebody just told me that okay, the fact that these guys rejected because the prophet was their own son. Like, uh, when did they born you? He's your father. We know you. That kind of a thing. So they rejected him. And development was, as in development, 
was just far away from that from that town and i was just wondering it's because these guys rejected that man of god it's very dangerous see we need to understand that the man of god may be your cousin your brother your husband your 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 sister your your wife your dad your son and that may at times make us want to reject their message it's very dangerous jesus said we should shake our feet off if you are if you bring a message someone and they didn't shake your shake just the dust shake the dust of your feet off and just move on which is very very dangerous for whoever is rejected so please church please please especially the ones that grew up in front of us especially the ones that we know their beginnings oh this one when did he give his life to christ when did he join church when did he when was he born and god is using him and he's, he's now your pastor he's now your prophet he's now your teacher please please just respect him because uh honestly the lord just put it on my mind i like ah this is very terrible for this community the lord will help us in jesus name i think i have a question let me check uh if i have a question on on, on youtube okay okay no question on youtube on instagram what should be my reaction as as a christian towards jealousy uh, well, I'm still learning, if you don't mind. So I won't tell you that I have, I have a, a um, I have a solution yet because that message was also for me. I, I, in fact, I just some things that were happening. I saw them. This is just for me. This is just for me. So I'm still learning. Um, they spoke out. The apostles spoke out uh, with boldness. If it is the word of God, speak out. Um, but I don't think we should, because of jealousy, uh, stop the work of God. That's what we will not do. Uh, but let's be encouraged. I mean, I, I used to think probably because I'm saying something wrong, but it's just or because it is me. I just I think it's so clear now is because you're jealous of your results. And when people, in as much as you are in the same level with them, in as much as you didn't, you are not progressing. In as much as you are not moving forward, people will love you. In, I mean, when they did their first message and it was a few crowd, still okay, this is normal Sunday service. But the second one that the whole town came, ah, Ross. So in as much as you're not progressing, in as much as you're not getting to a higher um, um, pedestal in life, uh, people will love you. I mean, a lot of people will love you. Uh, but once you're getting out of their comfort zone or what is allowed, in quotes, allowed, by them for you to achieve or to do, it becomes a problem. Uh, but the Lord will help us uh, to overcome uh, those who are jealous of us. And if you're a jealous person, I mean, ask God for your own. The Lord is, is able to give you your own gifts. Ask God, ask God, let's stop being jealous of each other, especially in the church. If God has blessed someone with a gift, is God God has blessed someone with a car, with a house, with a wife, with a with a daughter, with a son, with a child, with a husband. Rejoice with them. If someone ministers with higher grace, rejoice with them. Let's stop being jealous. It's not good. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Amen. Uh, the Lord will bless us. Do I have any other question before we pray? Okay, no question on, on YouTube. No question, no further question on Instagram. Any question on Zoom? 
Okay, no question on Zoom. Thank you very much for uh, joining us today. Let's just say a quick word of prayer. I'm very sure you've been blessed. Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for um, sending this word to us. I pray, Lord, for whoever it is that is here, that is over, I mean, going through a challenge or the other, or people are being jealous of them, and they are just discouraged. I ask Lord, you, Lord, to strengthen us in the name of Jesus. And if there's anybody here that is a source of jealousy, or, I mean, they're gathering themselves together to be jealous of whoever God is using, I pray that you give them a change of heart in the name of Jesus. Lord, your word will go out today with power, with fire in the name of Jesus. Whoever listens to this word will have a change of heart in the name of Jesus. Uh, you encourage us to do more for you in the name of Jesus. Encourage us, strengthen us, ministering angels, strengthen us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for joining. Uh, I'll see you uh, same time next week. God bless you. My name is Toluta Kodada.